out to Walker. Walker away to Tarp, and then it's gone on to Gagai. And Dane's gone through. Walker's there supporting, and he puts it over the line for a finals try. A couple of plays of the game. The Panthers are going to be first after this. It's been ugly. They've been far from their best. Cleary straight through. The way it's come, a long ball over the top. Katara, the trick finish. Big Lezzers League. Hello, welcome to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I am your host, Big Les. Let's talk about a new topic today. I thought I'd get a new topic. I thought we'd have a little discussion just for something different. Uh, and that is players and coaches likely to change positions in 2022. Now, what does that mean? So, for example, I've got Matt Burton here, who has become one of the game's best centers. He is probably going to be transitioning to 5'8 or halfback for the... Uh, for the uh, Bulldogs, I shut a mind blank then, he'll be transitioning to 5'8 or halfback for the Bulldogs, I think he'll be actually transitioning to halfback, and we'll talk about that in a second because of the next guy I've got here too, which is Avarillo, but we'll talk about him in a second now, Matt Burton, he comes through the, the he comes through the unders as a really, really solid 5'8 halfback, really good at directing the team around, really solid player. Gets called up to play center for a year um, as they were having as Penrith were having some trouble finding a strike center. He comes into the squad. Uh, uh, by the way, that was after Dean Ware obviously went to St Helens. So Matt Burton comes in and he plays that strike center role, and he does a really good job. He does a job a better job than anyone probably thought that he would do, and he becomes one of the best centers in the game for sure. For me, this year he's definitely one of the best centers in the game. Now next year, he's going to the Bulldogs, and the Bulldogs have signed him on as a 5'8 halfback, which personally, I think he'll be playing halfback, because from what I've seen from him, uh, obviously, in the Jersey flag or the in uh, the New South Wales Cup, uh, when he was playing for the Panthers in the Unders, he's a really good director. Like He really um, knows how to direct his side around and, uh, and get what he wants out of the players around him. Uh, so I think that he'll be transitioning to that number seven jersey. I think he'd really suit that well. And let's talk about the next guy because they sort of pretty much go hand in hand, and that is Jake Avarillo. He played a bit of halfback this season. He'll probably be transitioning to either 5'8", for me, 5'8", center, or fullback. So uh, there's they've obviously signed heaps of outside backs, uh, Jake, uh, the, the Bulldogs. So that rules out center. For me, that rules out center. Fullback, it's ruled out. Obviously, they've got Matt Dufty, but depending on whether he starts or is in reserve grade like he was in that uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons squad, Jack Avrilla could potentially play fullback. We just don't know yet. But personally, I think he'll play 5'8 to Matt Burton's halfback, and I think those two would suit each other really well. I think Matt Burton would let Jake Avrilla play his footy uh, while Matt Burton is that uh, chief for the side, the controller, the guy that gets what he wants out of the players around him. Similar to, oh God, I don't want to compare him for the to the all-time greats, but he's one of those halfbacks, Matt Burton, and all five eights uh, of late, but he's one of those halves that really knows how to take his side around on the park, and he has a really good voice, like he's He's very vocal on the field, and I think that'd be really that'd really suit the Bulldogs as a half, uh, um, in the halves. And I think that's what the Bulldogs really need. 
Uh, even out of a young bloke like Matt Burton, I think that'd be really influential for that Bulldog side. And I think Avarillo would suit that really well. Because while Matt Burton is controlling the side, Jake Avarillo gets freed up, gets to play his off-the-cuff brand of footy, and I think that would really suit the Bulldogs well. Anyway, enough about those two. I reckon that those two will be partnering each other in the halves anyway. All right, let's move on to the next guy. So we've got Blake Braley here. Brother to Jaden Braley, who was obviously the starting hooker for the Newcastle Knights. Blake, Blake Braley was the starting hooker for the uh, for the Cronulla Sharks. Now, obviously, the Cronulla Sharks have signed Cameron McInnes and they've signed Dalfin Nukin. So, we're, so when they signed Dal- uh, Cameron McInnes at the start of the season, everyone was thinking Cameron McInnes, he's probably going to play lock forward uh, and to Blake Braley's dummy half. There's no way that uh, Cameron McInnes would play dummy half. Where would Blake Braley go? All that stuff like that. But then we saw then we saw Dale Finucane get signed, and and that raises some questions. Does Blake Braley play in that fourteen jersey? Uh, we just won't know until next season whether Dale Finucane moves to the front row and and Cameron McInnes goes to lock, and then Blake Braley does still start at hooker, or whether uh, McInnes would go to dummy half, uh, Finucane to lock forward, and Blake Braley off the bench. We just don't know. Personally, I do like Blake Braley. I think that he's a fantastic dummy half. Really does good things for the Cronulla Sharks. And I think uh, it is going to be really interesting to see how this Cronulla Sharks side looks uh, in 2022. But look, from the evidence, from the signings of Cameron McInnes, from the signings of guys like Dalfin Nukin, I do think Blake Braley does end up in that 14 jersey and by the way, he doesn't deserve to be in the 14 jersey. He deserves to be the starting hooker because he's done such a great job for them in the past. But just from the experienced signings that they've got, I, th- I do see Blake Braley playing that 14 role off the bench. Talking about the next guy, talking about the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Blake Taff. Blake Taff has been playing a lot of fullback this season. He's probably going to transition either either, either to halfback or 5'8", depending on whether Cody Walker is also moving moving position, but we'll get to Cody Walker later. Blake Taff, he's been fantastic at fullback for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. When they've needed him, he's been fantastic. Obviously, with Latrell Mitchell being out for the whole final series, he ended up going to his first grand final in his, in his eighth NRL game. I think it was eighth, eighth or ninth NRL game, which is just fantastic for a young bloke. Absolutely fantastic. I mean, imagine being, imagine playing your eighth NRL game as a grand final. I mean, that is just crazy and it's really unheard of. So Blake Taff, big raps on Blake Taff. I think that he's such a fantastic player. Really great in that fullback role, which is which is a scary thought because he's going to be moving into the halves next year, most likely with the Troll Mitchell returning and whatnot. He's probably going to be that halfback 5'8". Uh, depending on whether whether Cody Walker goes, as I said before. Um, but personally, I would love to see him stay at that fullback role. A troll go to center, maybe. Um, you bring in a guy like Lachlan Ilias to play halfback to Cody Walker's 5'8", or whatever you do. Um, I do like Blake Taff at fullback, uh, but he will most likely transition into that halfback 5'8 role. Personally, I see him moving to 5'8", Cody Walker to halfback. As I said, we will get to Cody Walker in a second. Connor Watson from the Newcastle Knights. 
Uh, he has been playing most of the season relatively at roaming lock. So as that in that 13 jersey, and he's been fantastic for the Newcastle Knights. Obviously going to the Roosters, and there's word that he signed with the Roosters for that starting number nine role. Now, the Guru said it on the podcast the other day. Connor Watson throws absolute watermelons out of dummy half. I watched some replays of Connor Watson, uh, and, and that does seem to be the case a little bit. However, I do like Connor Watson. I think Connor Watson is a really talented player. I think he will suit that hooker jersey really well. I think if anyone's able to transition Connor Watson into that really good quality number nine, I think it is the one and only T-Rob, the one and only Trent Robinson. I think that he's the guy that gets Connor Watson to playing his best football and playing that his best football in that number nine jersey. Uh, so I can't wait to see Connor Watson next year and, and where he plays. You never know. It could be that 14 off the bench. Lachlan Lamb could play hooker. You just never know. But Connor Watson, I can't wait to see where he ends up in this Roosters side. AJ Brimson. Now, obviously with the introduction of Jaden Campbell, I do see Jaden Campbell playing fullback long-term. AJ Brimson then moves to 5'8 for me. And I think AJ Brimson would be good at 5'8. Obviously, he played a lot of his unders in in that 5'8 jersey. Now, by the way, guys, when I say unders, I mean reserve grade. I mean uh, either New South Wales Cup, Intrust Super Cup, or Jersey Flag. Whatever that is, that's what unders means. Uh, so when I say unders, I do mean reserve grade. So when AJ Brimson was playing unders, he was playing most of that at 5'8. Uh, and then he debuted at fullback, I'm pretty sure. Maybe he debuted at 5'8", but he's been playing most of his footy, uh, most of his first grade, sorry, at at fullback. But I do see him making that transition to 5'8", for Jaden Campbell to play in that number one jersey. Uh, and I'm really excited to see AJ Brimson play a bit of 5'8". I do love watching AJ Brimson play. I think he's a fantastic player. And I think he will suit that 5'8 jersey really well. Now, let's have a bit of a discussion here. Talk a bit about Valentine Holmes. Valentine Holmes, fantastic player. Obviously, was supposed to go to the Sharks. Ended up going to the Cowboys after coming back from his NFL stint. Um, he's been moved around quite a bit by the new coach, the new coach, sorry, Todd Payton. Um, so, where would you guys like to see Valentine Holmes? Is he a center? Is he a winger? Is he a fullback? Personally. And this is my personal opinion. I think he's a winger. Uh, and this is why. You look back at international football. You look back at Australian when he played for Australia, when he's played for the Queensland Maroons. Where does he score most of his tries, ladies and gentlemen? That's right. It is at on, it is on that wing. It isn't at fullback and it isn't at centre. Cronulla, he was a good fullback. He was a great fullback for Cronulla. However, I do think that times are changing. I do think that he suits that winger spot really well. Um, personally, uh, this is personally, he probably will start at fullback for me for the Cronulla Shark. Uh, for the sorry, for, for the North Queensland Cowboys, I do see him starting at fullback at the start of the season. If he gets moved, chopped and changed, that could happen. He could even start at centre the start of the year as that's where he was at the end of this season we could have to say last season now um but yeah look I totally see Valentine Holmes uh either playing center or fullback next season but I do think he suits that winger jersey or that winger position really well 
Now, Cody Walker, the guy that we were talking about just a little bit ago, he's played a lot of his career at 5'8". He's a fantastic 5'8". He's potentially, now this is potentially, this isn't for certain, but this is potentially, he's moving to halfback for Blake Taft to come in and play that 5'8 role. Either that or vice versa, you just never know. But from what I'm hearing, Cody Walker will be going to halfback and Blake Taft will be going to 5'8". Again, I like Blake Taft at fullback. I think Blake Taft's a fantastic fullback. And it is going to be really interesting to see Cody Walker and where he ends up. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if Blake Taft goes to fullback, Latrell to center, Lachlan Elias to halfback. That's what I would prefer. That's what I would prefer. I do like watching Lachlan Elias. Then again, he is a young bloke coming into first grade. It is a big transition. He should be sort of taken in slowly, uh, transitioned in slowly, but it is a big move. And if you don't think it's a big move, it is. I'm telling you right now, it is. It is a huge move going from reserve grade to first grade. Uh, and you can see it from the young blokes that are coming through the ranks as well. But Cody Walker, he could potentially be moving to halfback to accommodate the 5'8", Blake Taff. Um, Selwyn Cobbo. Now, this guy I really like talking about. I think this guy is a fantastic fullback. Uh, and I do see he could be potentially, potentially playing fullback for the... Brisbane Broncos in 2022. Kevin Walters said that it is out of him, Jermaine Asako, and Tessie New. Tessie New did a fantastic job there this season. I think Tessie New might grab that spot. We could be seeing Selwyn Cobbo maybe taking a center or a wing spot, but he's a fantastic fullback, and you and you saw that when he ran for nearly 250 meters in that Intra Super Cup Grand Final. He's a fantastic player, Selwyn Cobbo, and I can't wait to see where he ends up going next. Now, let's move on. We're going to talk about some coaches. Coaches, coaches, coaches. Assistant coaches, head coaches. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about some coaches that could be moving positions in 2022. First of all, we've got the one and only Craig Fitzgibbon, who we know for a fact is going to be the head coach of the Cronulla Sharks coming in in 2022. And I can't wait to see Craig Fitzgibbon get to work. However, this is the thing we've got to remember here. We look at, in the past, assistant coaches moving to those head coaching roles. If we look at it just recently, we saw the one and only Trent Barrett. Now, he was the assistant coach at the Penrith Panthers. He was the assistant coach at the Manly Seagulls. He moves into that head coaching role now at the Bulldogs and... Let's not. Let's just say his first season wasn't a 100% success. At the back end of the season, the Bulldogs really did look good, um, and that's my personal opinion. I think the Bulldogs did play some decent footy in 2020 and 2021. I think they have a lot of improvement in 2022. Obviously, with some big signings coming in, but still, don't expect Craig Fitzgibbon to have the best year in 2022. It's in the first year of getting used to being a head coach. It is a tough gig. It is a tough gig coaching in the NRL period. But that first year of being an NRL coach really hits hard. And we've seen it with Trent Barrett, who ended up getting the wooden spoon uh, in in 2021 with the Bulldogs. Obviously, I don't think that's going to happen 
uh, next year in the coming season. I think that the Bulldogs are due for some improvement, especially with some of the huge signings that they've got, and especially with a guy like Matt Burton coming into the squad. I think he's going to have a huge impact on the way the Bulldogs play. But anyway, let's get back to the Sharks. I don't just don't expect Craig Fitzgibbon to have the biggest impact. He's a fantastic assistant coach. He does great things. He did great things for the Roosters. I think that he's a fantastic coach. However, do not expect him to have the biggest and the best year in 2022. That's all I'm going to say. I have nothing against Craig Fitzgibbon. I think he's a fantastic coach. But don't uh, praise him too much just yet. Now, John Morris. John Morris. Uh, he is going to be the assistant coach at the South Sydney Rabbitohs in 2022. I think personally this is a good move for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I didn't see anything wrong with him at the Cronulla Sharks. He was consistently making the top eight uh, every single year that he was a coach. I don't know why they would have got rid of him. It was a really, really dumb move for me. I think John Morris was fantastic for the Cronulla Sharks. Coming into that South Sydney Rabbitohs squad, being that assistant coach to Jason Demetrio, who we will talk about in a second, I think John John Morris will do a fantastic job. I think John Morris will be a great assistant coach, and I think that he will help Jason Demetrio make this South side as good as they were in 2021. Now, I've don't expect South Sydney to be the best team either. Now, we talked about it with Craig Fitzgibbon. Let's talk about it with Jason Demetrio. He is an assistant coach coming in for his first year as a head coach. Do not expect South Sydney to be a top two side in 2022. And as much as it pains me to say it, as much as it pains me to say it, as I'm a diehard South Sydney Rabbitohs fan, do not expect South Sydney to be a top two side in 2022. Look, they could possibly make the eight, and I reckon with John Morris, they have a good chance of that. Uh, with Jason Demetrio, I just... Look, I've seen a bit of Jason Demetrio, obviously at the Brisbane Broncos, now at South Sydney since 2018. Look, I just... I just... It's, it's a bit hard for me to have trust in assistant coaches coming into head coaching roles in the first year. I just don't see Jason Demetrio doing much for South Sydney and having the same impact as a guy like Wayne Bennett. Now, don't get me wrong. Jason Demetrio has had a bit of coaching time now with Wayne Bennett. Two years, I think he was co- had he was an assistant coach to Wayne Bennett at the Brisbane Broncos at one stage as well. Uh, if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that he was. He's been with Wayne Bennett for a while now. He would have learnt a few things, but then again, it is a tough gig. It is a tough gig from going from an assistant coach to a head coach. And I think John Morris is going to help Jason Demetrio with that a little bit. I think don't be surprised to see John Morris maybe being that voice in the sheds for the South Sydney Rabbitohs instead of Demetrio. But look, I just don't think that Demetrio will have the same impact as Wayne Bennett. Uh, Wayne Bennett is probably one of the best coaches in the entire NRL. 
who is now going to the Dolphins in 2023. So he'll have a year off coaching. He'll sip his pina coladas and he'll enjoy that one year off. But don't expect Jason Demetrio to be that guy that has the same impact as Wayne Bennett. And look, I have nothing against Jason Demetrio. I have nothing against Craig Fitzgibbon. I have nothing against any of these guys. But it is just not realistic that an assistant coach is going to take a team to the to a grand final, let alone to the finals. It could, it could happen. South could bank the finals, but it is just a bit unlikely with that with a coach that is coming in from an assistant coach. Don't be surprised to see if to see that this is a transition year for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. They have that one year where they just don't play the same as the normal South Sydney Rabbitohs, and then in 2023 they're on fire again. This could be that transition year for Jason Demetrio. I can't wait to see what happens with the South Sydney Rabbitohs in 2022. Well, that is it, guys. That is it for players and coaches likely to change positions in 2022. If I missed anyone, please let me know in my DMs. Please text me. Feel free. My DMs are open. I'm happy to have a conversation with you guys about any NRL topics. If there's any content you would like to see in the offseason, again, let me know in my DMs. If there's any what-ifs that you have for the what-if series, please, again, my DMs are open. Tell me. I would love to know. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one.